we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host as always, Nate. What's up, man? Oh, pretty good. Tired. Have either like a, a little bit of a sickness coming in. I'm not sure what it is, or I'm just like a little burnout from, uh, I mean, I've been going like six hours or I've been going Ooh. like eight hours a day for six days a week. So I'm wow. not sure if like, I just need like an off day to catch up a little bit to uh, get where I need to get to. So but other than that, pretty good. How have you been, Kyle? Uh, I've been doing super well, man. I I guess, I guess we all, so this is going to be a weird week of news. We were prefacing the, uh, the YouTube chat here. As you can imagine, during the apocalypse, not too many companies are unveiling. I mean, there's some new things here and there, but not too much in in the Twitch realm these last two weeks. So today, I figure we'll, we'll talk about a couple of these. This episode might be short, but you and I like to ramble, so you might get a full hour out of it anyway. Some of these titles are going to sound boring when you first hear it, but they're actually kind of big movers behind the scenes. These are all going to change kind of the direction Twitch and streaming will go towards the end of the year. So again, your life isn't going to change when we hit you with these, but uh, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to eventually trickle down to something larger, I think. Also, maybe catch up a little bit on what we've been playing because Nate, I have gotten so sucked in to Fallout 76. And that is a that is a phrase I never imagined saying as, as a guy that's never done Fallout before. I can't they believe this They did a it. really good job. They did such a good job on remaking. At first, at first, I wasn't upset with it because I knew that game was going to be like what it was supposed to be when it was released. And everyone else wanted like Fallout 5. <sighs> but then like so I was okay with it and then like since I guess like the community is mad and they put all those NPCs in it's dude it's it's addicting it's super <gasps> addicting that is the word I keep getting sucked back into it so yeah if you're someone out there that bought it at launch or you haven't played it in like the last week uh, you should just download it and give it another try NPCs are in whole different game performance I'm hearing people say that is through the roof so I know you had some issues though the first night when we hung out in there yeah, but it was also uh, sometimes like no matter what game I have, like I'll have some issues and I have to restart my PC. I you know, that. like after download it or close all out and then open back up, whatever. So I haven't, I haven't had an issue ever since that it was Heck just yeah. one beginning. Well, if anyone ever wants to play, you know what my username is. So uh, yeah, Kyle Dempster Studios on uh, Fallout 76. I'm just having a blast. It's giving me something to do while you and I are waiting for new Elder Scrolls content. Um, I think a lot of us, generally speaking, are all waiting for something right now. And I know a lot of cool games. We had talked about New World and some other things coming down the pipe that that game, for example, was pushed back at least until August. Um, our Elder Scrolls Online game got pushed back by a week at least. And I'm assuming who knows where that's going to go with other longer stretched games. Yeah, it's going to be the, the, the games that are flourishing right now. It's like CD Projekt Red has it set up so they can actually do their work from home, which oh. is like, like yeah. super smart just in case like something happened. And uh, a couple other uh, companies did that. And the ones that took those those measures to ensure that they can still release a game within like, you know, like a week or two of like scheduled. Um, they're killing it right now. Like Cyberpunk's not going to be delayed. It's supposed to be released when it's supposed to be released. So that's good. That is very good. I'm glad to hear that, that companies are doing that. And fingers crossed that, uh, you know, people aren't too upset with it because we were already talking about how there was a bit of a, a gaming rut in advance of the console so fingers crossed life progresses in that space but we're going to lay on some like I said kind of thick topics right here but listen to how they're going to pan out if you're a streamer out there listening 
Um, so this one, Facebook is launching a dedicated gaming app to take on Twitch. Now, I have the article up from The Verge, which says that Twitch and YouTube don't have much competition when it comes to streaming platforms for the gaming community. But Facebook wants to change that with a new dedicated mobile gaming app. Facebook's gaming app will largely curate and focus on the community. Uh, I'm sorry, on the streaming community, although it will also highlight casual games that people might uh, might play online already, including Words with Friends. So that's kind of some of the more app-based ones. But putting out an app there um, said they need Apple to approve them. But this is like, this could be a major shift, them releasing a dedicated app. You and I have talked about how they've already made big moves in that space. And we also talked about on the opposite side where YouTube kind of hid their gaming streaming stuff and how much that hurt them. So now Facebook is isolating these streaming things into their standalone app, which uh, means it's right in your face. Yeah, I like it. Here's one thing is one one thing that Twitch has over Mixer Mm -hmm. is um, when you watch an iOS or you watch on Android and you Chromecast it or send it to your TV or smart TV or anything. It has this thing that's really weird where it glitches. So it will like kind of like skip or speed really? up every like like a, for a split second every like 10 seconds. If Facebook can figure out how to not do that and have it just like run as smooth as Twitch's, I think that it definitely could kill Mixer off in that aspect. Um, the only thing is, is like I, well, I think the app is a good move, but I also think having maybe even a... Uh, a, but a dedicated um, web browser that was more individualized for Facebook gaming would help them out. Oh, I agree with that so much. YouTube you guys should never have killed your variant of that. That's exactly what I was kind of referencing there is that, you know, they had their own separate UI for it and it was great. And if Facebook does that, I think you're right. I think that I, here's a question. What about the age of the audience, though? Facebook's thought of as an old for people's place but streaming's thought of as a younger people's place what do you think about that well uh, the biggest thing is i don't think it's a matter of old or young mm-hmm. um we're a few episodes back we talked about how people in like uh like other countries that only have mobile and they do everything on their telephone like i said india or like uh you know or like other countries that are or countries that or that are developing they have these mobile plans where you get like you get the phone and you get unlimited data, but you can only use Facebook and you can only use this and that unlimited data is in there. But you, so a lot of people don't watch Twitch because they don't have the unlimited data mm-hmm. to watch Twitch and stream. So it's going to be interesting to see if streaming is going to be one of the unlimited resources because if they open that up and give them the uh, unlimited resources for their mobile app, I want to see how that's going to change the interface of broadcasting in general, because now you're reaching, I think, like a third of the audience we weren't reaching or even like two thirds of the audience we weren't reaching before. Wow. Wow. Well, I also should call out in this article, it says one of the main points of this app is making an easy go live button for people that want to stream mobile games. So that's an interesting way they're cutting into that because uh, it is true. I mean, I I don't know what that streaming without a computer is usually considered harder. Even if you're streaming a console game, you put it through a computer. So you have OBS and all that sort of stuff. I don't know 
if what they're saying here is going to make too much of an impact, especially as they say, they want to make it easier for people that say, oh, look, streaming, I want to do that too. But we also know you and I and our listeners here that streaming is a lot harder than, oh, I want to do that too. Let me press the button and boom, audiences are going to come. That's how they market stuff like that to people. And, you know, a lot of us think it's going to happen that way, but it, it usually does. And it takes patience, hard work, a schedule, all the things we preach on the show. So I'm curious. I, I could see this making a lot of smaller streamers on YouTube, but or I'm sorry, on Facebook, but maybe not many individual strong ones. What? Yeah, it'd be interesting to, um, by the way, if my audio goes any craziness, the Internet's still being crazy oh, all over the world. Talk about that a next bit for us. <laughs> We'll do that next. Um, but uh, I, the thing is, is like if you can capitalize on the mobile market, that's mm -hmm. huge. Like that's why, like at E threes, they have a whole bunch of uh, uh, mobile people coming into like E three lately, is because people are trying to push these games. Which the Western markets, like us, we don't really, we really don't like the idea of mobile games. Like I think we play right. them like boredom and we don't have anything else, but we're pretty stationary. Mm -hmm. But the, like like it's, it goes back to the whole point where they're capitalizing a whole different market of people sure. that do play it. So like I think that's pretty neat that you can actually um stream like a mobile game and then try to do it. It's just that I don't know, it's gonna it's gonna be something to keep your eye on because either they're gonna like strike gold or they're gonna like flop and that's yeah. kind of a uh that's just that's just how the space is now. It's either you get it or you don't. Right. And I kind of have a, a parting thought on this, too, on the topic. I mean, if this does take off, let's say they do become the uh, go to when it comes to streaming an app. Uh, I wonder if app developers then who are also, you know, very eager to have their content stream. I wonder if they'd end up starting a feedback loop where they feed people over to things like Facebook Gaming's app. You know how many apps are all about, you know, we're going to ping you with a notification. You should also get this too. Uh, you know, go click this and go download that. And I'm wondering if with that very nature, like you were kind of hitting at, I wonder if we see... Uh, I'm just thinking they, this article mentions like words with friends. So that's all like, that was a game my mom really liked about five or so years ago, maybe a little more. And I'm just wondering what would it have taken to get her to watch a stream? Well, maybe if it was a game that was a little complicating, you know, they, they actually push people over to this. I, I wonder. Sure, Facebook is moving and shaking, trying to make inroads like that all the time anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. There's opportunities there. The yeah, huge thing with Facebook. They just got the money to do it. They can. They do. Like, I I don't think they're like I understand. Like yeah, Twitch is Amazon back, but the thing is, is Amazon's daddy Warbucks in a certain aspect, and Twitch is still its own standalone thing. Facebook is Facebook. Like Facebook right. is massive. So it's like I don't know because like the word with friends thing. I mean the integration and stuff and trying to get people there. But I'm also wondering if they're also thinking of it in the, like the sense of like connectivity. Especially since all this, uh, the crisis is going on right sure. now, and they're probably like, okay, well, we get the even if people want to stream, just to stream so people can watch and like not make it a like a, a living. Maybe they're just trying to do it to like make it become a everyday uh, everyday thing of life where you can share yourself with your friends. And I don't know, like it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Solid idea though, because that's true. I mean, you've got all these people at home. Now is the time to get them hooked into your thing. Even, I mean, look at this, um, look at the Facebook gaming. If you still have that 
article open by chance. The Facebook gaming logo that's used on their Twitter account is very different. Like, it's kind of like you said, you should, I think what you're getting at, they're just trying to get you to drink the Kool-Aid, become a, this part of this new Facebook, because that's not the old Facebook that, you know, this is a different thing. We're sleeker. We're the gaming side. Come join us. Even if you're not, like you said, going to make a living off of it, just come in. And then if the crisis ends quickly, like we're all hoping for, you know, they're still probably going to be using their app. So it is a good time to capitalize on a new market like that. Very good point. So can we talk about this internet outage? Because although, again, not so exciting, holy crap. So, wow. I'm looking, yeah. you can t- tell your story. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like the thing, like the infrastructure's just, I, it, I don't think it's built the hole to all of us at one time or something. I know like a lot of people went down and I was yeah. up and then other things were happening. And uh, as a lot of you guys know, um, or that watch us that watch me as well too. We've been I've have like a two hundred and fifty average this month or uh, yeah, like an it's hour crazy. like easy. Yeah, like so like I'm at like this and like partnerships like kind of really rides on making sure you have consistent numbers. Like even if you have like every single day, like say like I have like a month uh-huh. and I have two days of under like a seventy five average, they'll circle those two days and deny me partnership. Yeah. So as soon as the internet starts freaking out, it freaks me out because I'm like and that that's like one of the hardest parts about actually going for partnership and applying for it at the beginning is that like some things are just totally out of your control. But the thing is Twitch has grown to the position where they don't listen as much if you can like message them and be like, hey, you know, my internet. They're just kind of like, okay, well, you know, try next time when you get all 30 days filled up with 75 average. Right. Just try again is their answer. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like really freaky. But the thing is, our internets, our, our network systems, everything is just way over, uh, over, overburdened right now yeah and it sounds like cox had a big internet issue and you can i'm looking at this uh, article from digis statement um well this is this is two days ago i think this is related to it but yeah the, people were saying yesterday big cox outage so if you had trouble connecting to gaming or streaming and i know twitch has been doing more maintenance than usual it feels or at least having more failures for people to start their stream i know they did a big um maintenance right before we recorded this podcast i think it was probably just early this morning i think uh so just and they've been having little blips here and there, but overall they're holding up surprisingly well to anyone out there that's working on affiliate to partner status in there. I cannot imagine what those transcoding things are like right now because I've been hearing some horror stories about some people not being able to get any and yikes, the what lets people lower the, the quality of streams. And that's always harder too. Like for affiliates, if, if people can get transcoding, that does open you to a larger audience. That lets people that can't, watch a high-end stream, you know, participate in yours without you lowering it for your high-end people, vice versa. So I've had some people asking, like, is this the ideal time to start? And I go, uh, I mean, everyone else is doing it too. It's never really a bad time, but I'm like, this is the most probably saturated time of the year, uh, probably more than ever before. Yeah, I mean, Twitch stats are just booming right now. I showed you that thing where I think we're up like a million new viewers a day on the website. I remember or that. Or something like that. Yeah, so it's 
That's the thing. That is what Kyle said is perfect. And I've had a couple people come in recently and I've talked to and I've tried to be just as real and as honest <laughs> as possible because I'm not trying like because it's a lot of hard work and a lot of people don't realize that mm-hmm. a lot of people quit, which is I mean, it's kind of built on like the corpses of our enemies climbing up a tower of Twitch <laughs> or something like that. But it is it, it is it is one of those things where it's really, really rough. So yeah. right now is the best time to really like I guess brainstorm, get your ideas. It is a good time to broadcast as a new person. If you know someone, try to get a couple people in your broadcast, mm-hmm. like your friends at this point in time, since they're not going to be there. Bada bing, bada boom. You got the five average viewership for um, affiliates. Mm-hmm. Now you can get your affiliate. So the biggest thing is, is like just really trying to capitalize on the situation um, for what it is. And yeah. Trying to do that. Like, I, I think it, I, but like what you said, it's like, is there really ever a good time to, no, I think I, I think I what I said kind of the longer version. I was like, there's worse times of the year to start. There's never really like great times of the year, but I was like, you know, summer's always rough because everyone comes home and they again all start streaming at once, and the same's going on now. But again, anyone can make it happen. I did have someone the other day that came in, they're like, I want to start streaming, but I have no idea what I want to do. And I went, well, that's a perfect time to brainstorm. And they were like, well, I'm just going to do it. And I said, you can totally just go and do it. There's nothing wrong with that approach if that's your thing. But I was like, at the same time, make sure you're being, you know, you you really want that drive to actually go and do it. You know, if you're not sure, you're iffy or wishy-washy, spend that time. Think about what do you like watching? What what inspires you to be a creator? Why why would you get onto that computer day after day, even if you're not like in the best mental space? Like, why are you going to keep plugging at it? And once you isolate that, that's when you're really going to take it home. Can I tell you, there's this kid that, or well, oh, we we'll call him a kid. He's he's a young adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm 31. I'm a boomer. <laughs> um, so Colin Smoke, he's a he's an avid listener to our. <sighs> podcast Heck yeah. i went to his broadcast oh my God. and he is like said he is doing he's listening to everything we said Ooh. like i have heard him like say stuff he's making sure there's no dead space and Heck he yeah. has like 50 60 70 viewers right now just that's starting great. i was so impressed that's and like so, so like i would lurk in the shadows so i made my i made my uh my scuff account, my little, uh, my incognito account and Ooh. i went in and I just watched and he was doing super good and i was like it's just crazy because when you see people apply it and they actually do apply it and how well they do, it, it was it was unreal. Like greeting everyone, having personal conversations. Like it was almost like he it looked like a bar owner walking around a bar right. talking to the patrons of his bar. He talked just long enough and they would go around and do it. It was it was really neat. It was really cool to see. I didn't want, I did want to point that out since uh, I haven't been on here in a little while. So uh, good job, Colin Smoke. Hey, Colin Smoke. Good job. That's great. I love hearing that, man. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm really glad to hear people are getting something out of out or valuable out of this. That's that. That is why we bring it to your ear holes, and also to tell you another story. This one again, very interesting, but also very impactful. Uh, Twitch hires Spotify's director of product management, and uh, what's? Well, let me see down here. Where did I hide the role? Now they're going to be the product and engineering head for music at Twitch. Now, this is a small article from musicalley.com. Uh, came out just yesterday, the 21st of April. Just a quick little press announcement here. But again, that's kind of a big move that uh, they're they're kind of getting into that Spotify space. I cannot remember for life of me if we talked about it on this podcast, but 
about a month ago when the crisis started, one of Twitch's like talent poacher type people was was on Twitter trying to get in touch with big artists, like big artists that had their like musical artists that had their tours and concerts canceled. They were trying to get them over to Twitch for kind of virtual concert spaces, something that is actually catching on with, you know, I've seen um, John Krasinski from The Office and um, what's he doing right now on Amazon Prime? Uh, Jack Ryan. What's it called? Jack Ryan. I can't oh, yeah, 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 Jack yeah. Ryan, something Jack like that. Ryan. I've not watched it, but I see it so many times. He did some sort of virtual concert plus prom the other day. Like this is a thing that people are tuning into as these celebrities are hosting all of this. And Twitch is probably in that case going, God damn it. Why didn't we get John Krasinski, John Krasinski, this crew on board? He had. He had some big names. Um, I think the Jonas Brothers performed on his thing. So, like, there were actually all these celebrities involved in this. This 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 digital space where moving f- concert performers onto platforms like this. And I think stepping in and poaching people from Spotify is probably very in line with it, as this article points out. It's definitely something Twitch is eager to do. Yeah, I I like it. I like the move. I knew. Did you know that? Twitch, I'm sorry. I'm, I just fine. woke up, guys, also, so I'm kind of stunned around. But uh, did you know that Twitch owns, like, one of the largest libraries of royalty-free music and, like, on in any website, period, or no. something? Yeah, I got to figure what? out where that is because I was I stumbled upon it, like, maybe, like, three or four nights ago, and I was like, because that's why some of your music doesn't get DMC'd when you play it, but you know it's a more popular song because they technically own the rights to it. So I thought that was really cool. And then now they're bringing in the person from Spotify. So I'm really interested to see how we can do it. Maybe, who even knows, maybe there might be a uh, like a Spotify integrated feature that lets you do stuff. Like maybe if you're like a paid subscription to Spotify, they let you roll the music or something. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, anything could be possible. I mean, the, the, we're in this space right now where it was the wild, wild west. And now they're trying to build a mall yeah, in the wild right. wild west and get everyone to work together so it's it's pretty cool that that is that is a yeah that's a very good point they really are building a mall on top of it now i am being really bad because i can't find the source to this um so please fact check at home if you will but it's funny they are doing this right now but i did just see an artist say that they played their own song on twitch as kind of part of what we were talking about like bringing their shows on there and their music did get flagged and taken down in the vod so well maybe not taken down but at least got flagged and muted they said i'd have to go and dig and find the uh the person it came up when i was doing my first twitch news search of the day and so it's kind of funny that we're at this point saying yeah twitch is out there trying to get all the big people on there and you know they all everyone's trying to have a good time but uh ooh, at the same time also kind of flagging people's music still that's yeah, that was, the i think West. it's because it's so algorithm based yes. you know where it's like it's like a robot that scans these music waves and just bans that little point totally ties in with what you said about getting those libraries though right like the more they own in some way shape or form or have partnerships with i i imagine there's probably ways to kind of whitelist channels like that you know for the own art for that artist if the algorithm flags their own music there it doesn't do anything about it it's approved but i mean that might be the other thing twitch may need to build out more infrastructure for that maybe they 
want to in the future consider a different UI or something for digital concerts. I don't I don't know that you know the sky's the limit. It's the internet. You can make a web page look however you want. But there's probably all kinds of interesting tie-ins that could be done with emote spam for concerts and all kinds of different things that Twitch could tidy up and put in a nice little package to present to, you know, artists and labels and say, hey, come on, agree to do half of your tour, a quarter of your tour virtually every year and we'll blah, 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 blah. We'll set this all up for you and you can host your music here and we pay you and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I mean, they definitely could do it. I mean, look at what they did with the watch party stuff that came out like. Yes. You know, like I was, um, I was like, you can really, you can watch any of the movies in the library that are on Amazon Prime. Are you kidding me? Like, I was like, that blew my mind that we've even come that far. It's big, man. I think you're right. I think this is all of these articles that we've gone over today. Again, none of them are going to change your life right here in April of 2020. But by the end of the year, I don't know. Some of these might shake out to larger you know, areas of focus for the company. Maybe they really do pursue this music passion and pick that as a, up as a huge arm. Um, maybe that in some way even encourages Amazon Prime's library to expand in different ways too. I mean, we saw, we saw and maybe even talked about on an episode. I don't know if we talked about, doesn't probably wasn't this show, but talked uh, the last year, what was it? Black Mirror did that interactive kind of, episode of their show on netflix you could click through all the different endings of it it was a test case for how people would do that but i mean where does twitch fit in with that and people live interacting that's twitch kind of took off with people playing pokemon as a group so who knows where they could spin all of this madness together twitch you crazy i'm excited for it i i'm excited that Twitch is at that the the internet's golden rule. What is it? Eight years, I think, is the internet's golden rule. After like eight years, you like that's when companies usually blow up or really go like start moving forward and getting stuff done. So heck yeah, man, I'm ready for it. And our last uh, uh, little piece I have. Did you say something? Sorry. No, okay. I'm ready for this. The last piece of news we have for this week is more of a gossip piece. But uh, is Summit 1G moving to Mixer? The Twitch star quizzed on stream. What do you think? Do you have any initial thoughts on Summit? Because uh, if he's considering moving, I don't believe he has any contract with Twitch. And that actually surprises me. Yeah, I think that might be the biggest thing is he's just not getting the contract yet. Because uh, I know they got like Dr. Disrespect Lyric and like, you know, Tim the Tatman, Dr. Lupo. And they're still adding people, but they don't have like the big thing. So honestly, if he would. The thing is, is after looking at numbers on when people went to Mixer, mm -hmm. when people went to, I mean, you know, like Ninja and Shroud. They're not good. They're not good numbers. No. If you like, they're not good. This is pretty much like, yeah, hey, I'm going to hop off here and I'm going to go over and I'm going to stream on this thing. And I already know because two of the streamers that were bigger than me, arguably, huh. um, because uh, some has some has been around for way longer. So it's, you know, we'll see what happens with it. I don't think it'd be a smart move in his point because there, there's times where I was thinking about it. It's like, I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's money or like the growth. Like, I, I mean, 
I don't know. I would be weary if I was him or whatever. Like a doctor disrespects that of the perfect. He was like, why would I leave? He's like, the thing is, is like doctor disrespect, whatever he got signed for, which I'm expect, I'm potentially thinking it's probably like millions. And then he gets the sub revenue on top of it and donations and bits and a platform of better discoverability. And one thing that I've realized as well, too, when people went to Mixer, is that all it did was open the door for new broadcasters to fill in those top spots. But not It wasn't viewers. like... Yeah, it was like... It did not... It didn't do it. Like, people were just like, okay, well, I'm going to move over this way. And then it's like, okay, well, Summit just started growing like, growing like crazy. Doc got back up there. New people started slipping in and doing even better. That's the thing. It's like, a lot of people... Like, we're, we are special in, like, a certain way, shape, and form. We are special. Like, we are we are unique. People do like us. Communities will follow mm-hmm. us. But at the end of the day, it's like you can only be relevant for so long or you can like you yeah. you can be like PewDiePie, who's been relevant for 10 years now. But he has he literally had he hasn't taken a day off in 10 years until literally a couple months ago. You know, it's one of those things right. where you it's just you got to consistently keep chasing the uh, you got to consistently keep chasing and working on your craft yeah. and trying to be in the zone it just you just can't take a break that's mm-hmm. just how we signed what we signed up for that really is it so uh for those that don't know summit 1g of course uh a leader of an enormous following on twitch amounting to over one po- or 5.2 million followers at the time of writing this thousand subscribing to his channel so in january it hinted at big changes coming for him and his community claiming that one of the biggest moments of my life is happening somewhat soon that said, his followers hadn't heard anything, but on his April 19th broadcast, he mentioned, he kind of sums it up by saying, listen, I'm obviously not going to talk about my decisions until they get officially announced. But yeah, I think for the time being, we just leave it at that. And uh, added that hit me up in a couple of weeks or like a month with some the same question and I'll give you an answer. So at least there is some sort of contract being discussed in some way if he's teasing i'm going to tell you in about a month but yeah or I, his um or his uh pr is like all right put the pressure on twitch tell him you're yeah. gonna probably that's probably sure. what it is because you remember he's he's probably under that same agency representing all the people playing the big moves probably you know? so yeah i bet you're right so the question being, I mean, is that battle even still raging at this point? Because I haven't seen any. Has, no one's moved recently, right? I feel like no, and the fire's gone. In my it mind. is, and the thing is, is all those all even if they do get shroud the or not shroud a summit. The thing is, is every broadcaster that's a newer broadcaster that went over have all. Oh my god, I've seen such an influx of people. And I would say probably the last like month uh, coming back from Mixer back to Twitch. Oh. And then they used to be sitting at like 30 views. And now they're sitting at like four views. And it's like, it's, you know, like, yikes, it's not smart. It's, it's it sucks sometimes. Like, I wish that we did have some more options a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, this is the this is the best option right now. There really is. It's the only option. Technically, you can do <sighs> Facebook and stuff and then gamble. But you also got to understand you're gambling on like if it's going to actually be a super big uh, platform or grow to a certain extent. And that's what a lot of people are trying to chase through. But I don't know. I think I would just stick with Twitch and just put your head down, start grinding, do what you do and get up there. I like it. 
That's a good summary of it, Nate. I, I say we leave it there. I mean, this, again, apologies, everyone, that there's not more news raining from the sky, but I think these are good ones to think about for the next little bit here. Um, during this, Nate and I, we might move to a, a an every two weeks if, if this crisis goes on, depending on news and stuff like that, as we have things to talk about. Uh, we will keep evaluating that sort of stuff too on the regular to see what's going on in the industry because again right now everyone's in the phase of staying at home working from home as much as they can being good being safe but that also means in terms of like news out of these big mover and shaker companies they're a little slow on making those decisions understandably but uh we'll see what that shakes out to this year i mean uh, looking at what we saw the Wild West is being tamed very much so by what we read tonight. You know, Facebook's getting in there and saying, look, we're going to control these mobile apps and how that's streamed. If you want to do it easily, we're the place. Uh, you know, all these companies are settling down. Twitch is to open up the music area, see what that means. But uh, we're going to see where this takes us. So everyone, thank you for listening. And Nate, why don't you tell people where they can find you this week? All right, perfect. Thank you guys also for sticking in with me. I'm a little sick. I'm not sure. I'm hoping it's not the crisis that's going on, what's Same. happening with me. A little confused, a little sick, so I may have uh, rambled a little bit. But you can always find me at uh, twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate and on Instagram and Twitter at uh, gnarly underscore Nate TTV. Uh, I'm live almost every single day besides 10, but I because I'm feeling a little rough today, I definitely won't be in tomorrow, but you will, you'll definitely see me um, uh, five, five to six days a week. Heck yeah, man. Be good to yourself. That's the same for everyone out there. Uh, you know, if you're feeling under the weather, take care. Uh, you can catch me on twitch.tv forward slash Cloud Studios uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So all but Wednesday and Sunday. Even then, though, I have been so addicted to Fallout 76, I've been starting up some Sunday and Wednesday streams, so there might even be a little bit tonight. I don't know. We might get over on Twitch. We'll see. We'll at least be in Discord. But uh, encouraging people out there, get in the Discord, too. We got that channel set up, and I reworked some things. I got um, I cut down on pings in the Discord server and stuff like that. Uh, I did a little makeover to a couple of the channels, so that's discord.gg forward slash KDS. We got the Path to Partner channel there. We'd love to see you might even start a uh, share your stream sort of thing here in case people want to do that also if you happen to know any graphic designers or other people that's a project for me in the future is to get them under one kind of umbrella so we have people we can reach out to so uh discord.gg forward slash kds and uh, yeah check out the twitter twitter.com forward slash cloudemster stu I need to get back to my Twitter game, man, but I am off of that, and I'm just not feeling the call. It's just all political there, and every time I go on, I f just start reading nasty replies to a political tweet, and I gotta stop. Yeah, that's what I've been looking at, too. It's a crazy time out there, so it's definitely so, be safe. I'm in, like, I'm in maybe more Twitter quarantine than anything. I just cannot look at it. Just don't get involved, so... 
There you go, everyone. Come hang out with us. We would love to see you in our streams. We'd love to get to meet you. Come in. Let us know that you're a listener to the show. Um, would love to get that sort of feedback. Let us know if you have anything you want us to talk about. You can send that to pathtopartner at gmail.com. All of these links that we've mentioned are in the show notes, or if you're on YouTube, they are in the description below. We will let you guys go. Be very safe out there, everyone. Stay inside, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, all you can during this time, um, and be good. So love you all. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Bye-bye.